Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Investing in cryptocurrency startups, commonly referred to as angel investing, if done correctly, can be one of the most profitable strategies out there. Problem is, many people don't know where to start and they get discouraged. In today's call, I'm going to tell you what angel investing is, how you can get started with it, and most importantly, what to look out for when considering any type of angel investment. Before we can even begin to talk about angel investing, we absolutely must take a look at the cryptocurrency market charts. What BTC, Ethereum and the altcoin markets are saying will be essential for our bias going into any type of investment. BTC is having a good day, currently trading above the 20k level and many people will hope to see this level maintained. Now on these calls in the last few days we have continually been saying look out for earnings reports and positive earning reports have come through and this partially explains the upward price action we've seen on BTC. US stocks continued their recent winning ways, rising for a third consecutive day as investors savoured the upbeat third quarter earnings report from the likes of Coca-Cola and automotive giant GM, General Motors. The tech-focused Nasdaq jumped 2.2%, while S&P 500, which has a strong tech component, and Dow Jones Industrial Average climbed 1.6% and 1.1% respectively. In other words, good earnings reports, increased risk appetite, rally in stocks, rally in BTC. Very good news to see this in fact, because of course the consumer confidence index did come in lower than expected yesterday. We've got durable goods orders today and the University of Michigan's monthly consumer sentiment index on Friday. So for those of you watching fundamental BTC updates, there's a lot more to come. With BTC up about 5% on the daily, Ethereum is making a killing today, up about 10%. Currently trading very close to the 1.5k level after being very much stuck around the 1.3k level. Why is it that Ethereum is outperforming BTC? Well, Ethereum has had a lot of positive updates recently, in particular the successful merge from a proof-of-work to proof-of-stake consensus mechanism. Very unsurprising given that Ethereum and BTC are doing so well that we see the altcoin markets doing so well today as well. Cardano up 12%, Dogecoin up 10%, Polkadot up 10%, Solana, Uniswap Flow, Avalanche. These are all altcoins that have been making positive updates despite the bear market and we're starting to realize those when we see BTC and Ethereum perform a bit better. So the charts help us to establish whether the markets are even worth considering any type of investment. Whilst this is a slightly positive day, we are still very much in bear market territory and it's going to take a lot more than just one day of green candles to shift our conviction. So next, let's head on over to the top headlines in the news before we get on to angel investing, because of course the headlines will give us important clues about what sectors or industries are hot right now and which ones are not. Bad news for cryptocurrency exchanges, BitMEX CEO exits. 
Alex Hopschner, CEO of cryptocurrency futures exchange BitMEX, one of the first to offer crypto derivatives products, has stepped down effective immediately. A spokesperson for the exchange said in an email responding to the block, Stefan Lutz has been appointed as interim CEO of BitMEX after Alexander has left our business with immediate effect. Hopner joined the BitMEX team in January of last year, bringing his total time at the company to less than two years. When Hopner took over as CEO, it was as a replacement to Vivian Hu, who was appointed as interim measure after co-founder and CEO after Hayes was forced to step down in the wake of lawsuits from both the SFTC and the Department of Justice. Though once considered a market leader in crypto derivatives, BitMEX has consistently bled market share to more well-known names in the space like FTX Coinbase and the Chicago Mercantile Exchange Group, commonly referred to as the CME Group. Despite declining use, the exchange had big plans to launch a beyond derivative strategy to include services like brokerage and custody features. For all intents and purposes, it looks as though this could be a case of another bear market casualty, adding its name to the list of executives stepping down or being removed from their positions in crypto firms across the industry. The next headline rings serious alarm bells for the cryptocurrency markets. Chinese intelligence officers used Bitcoin in a scheme to undermine an investigation, according to US officials. Two intelligence officers working for the People's Republic of China allegedly tried bribing a US government official with Bitcoin in an effort to collect information about a prosecution against an unnamed company, the Department of Justice announced Monday. The money in question was $61,000 worth of Bitcoin. Obviously, this is not a good look for the cryptocurrency markets. The cryptocurrency markets are trying to move away from this image or reference to illegal or unethical behaviors using cryptocurrency. Just two more headlines then until we get on to crypto investing. According to the Tech Transparency Project, more than 200 government employees have left to join the digital asset space and lawmakers are taking notes. Democratic senators authored a letter to several financial agencies and government offices. The purpose of this letter was to seek information about the steps each agency is taking to stop the revolving door between the financial regulating agencies and the crypto industry and requests a response by November 7th. These agencies should already have an ethics policy that would prevent employees from leaving their positions for profit, but that doesn't stop the private industry from seeking them out for their connections, resources and specialized knowledge. Lawmakers also noted the recently escalated lobbying efforts by the crypto industry to secure favorable outcomes as regulators are crafted for the industry. And our final headline takes a look at Coinbase. When Coinbase listed at the dizzying height of $381 per share, there was a slight upwards arc to $430 before a long fall back down to earth. Within a month, it had nearly halved. Market sentiment and regulatory inquiry has formed a slippery slope to today's price of $66, but some fund managers are still on board. Coinbase is a well-known entity in the crypto community, providing easy market access to both retail and commercial investors. It has been under regulatory scrutiny for some time, arguing about whether tokens are securities as well as insider trading cases. After the March crash in May this year, it resorted to laying off 18% of its staff. But despite these struggles, big fund names are still heavily invested. The top 10 holders own about 30% of all stock and includes the Vanguard Group and ARK Investment Management run by Kathy Wood. ARK is a public fund with a number of ETFs focused on different topics such as innovation, fintech and the next generation of internet. Despite selling $1.1 million coin in July, the firm has retained most of its holdings and even increased them in its fintech fund. ARK's fund philosophy is that investments are medium to long term and should be for at least a 5-7 to seven year cycle. Recent news about MakerDAO and Google suggests that Coinbase is trying to climb back 
up the tower. Let's see how that goes. Charts done, headlines done. It is time to move on to crypto startup investing or angel investing. Angel investing, not for the faint hearted. If you can't handle losing money, investing in the riskiest asset class on the planet, aka startups, angel investing is not for you. You would likely prefer passive investing in index funds. If you are prepared to invest some of your wealth here, understanding the risk implications, proceed with caution. For our deep dive, we are going to use a lot of the content from Jason Calacanis's Angel, How to Invest in Technology Startups. Calacanis is a popular American entrepreneur, angel investor, authority, and podcaster. And remember, none of this is financial advice, education purposes only. Angel investing sounds cool, but what is it? If you're angel investing, you are in the business of financing smaller startups. Think of the sharks on Shark Tank, if you know the popular show. Perhaps you would have heard of Mark Cuban, who has been very involved in the cryptocurrency markets. He is one of the sharks on this show, or one of the angel investors. Angel investing is basically done with the goal of finding the next big thing. Think of the early days investors in Uber or Apple. Through doing so, you increase your initial capital by significant amounts, hopefully. Your typical angel target would hardly be the likes of a big company that is listed on a large exchange. Rather, it is likely a younger company, less than three years in age or thereabouts, little or no product market fit. To draw on the Uber example, at the time, everyone used taxis or in the UK, black cabs. The idea of switching to Ubers, the safety concerns, the mechanisms needed to withstand it was probably seemed ridiculous at the time, but we all know how Uber's doing today. Financially desperate. These companies have big goals, but their smaller status means they don't fit banks' credit criteria for financing, hence the term angel. Angel investors are, in essence, supporting a firm when no one else is ready to just yet. Of course, they all come running if it starts to pick up. Some people don't invest in the company because they don't believe in the idea just yet. Other times they have not been quick enough to hear about it. So why pick an early company without product market fit when you can pick a more mature company that is already showing steady cash flows? It comes down to the risk appetite we mentioned at the beginning of this section. Remember, high risk, high reward. And the converse is true, low risk, low reward. For instance, investing in a more mature company, if you are lucky, will get you 50 to 100x returns. An angel investment is higher risk, but could yield 1,000 to 10,000x returns. The author we mentioned himself was an early investor in Uber. A startup investment such as Uber reaching a valuation of more than $1 billion is called a unicorn amongst angel investors. The sad truth is that most angel investments will fail, but if you have the risk appetite, we now move on to the section where we discuss different ways that you can get involved in angel investments in cryptocurrency startups, even if you don't have a lot of money. Not all angel investors are the type of millionaires you might see on Shark Tank, and you can get started with smaller sums of money. An advisor or broke angel. Financial aid is not the only way to support a young company. For example, say you spot a really interesting cryptocurrency project. You can offer skills of your own as an advisor and be involved that way. Perhaps you are great at marketing or coding and you can jump onto the Telegram and Discord communities and get in touch with the teams. Find a way to make yourself an advisor. People doing this are usually rewarded with shares of the company or tokens and are called broke angels. In exchange for these shares or ownership or tokens, you will have to sacrifice large amounts of your time. But already we've identified a way that you can get involved without money. 
Next off, if you don't want to be an advisor, you can offer yourself as an employee. Unlike the broke angel, the employee will likely be limited to just one startup. It comes down to whether you want to put all your eggs in one basket. Might be a good choice if the basket looks good enough. So you can just apply for a job at a cryptocurrency startup that you think is going to be really explosive. And sometimes these early startup companies do offer you ownership or equity when you become their employee or you can consider becoming a syndicate member. The option that Calacanis recommends because it allows for diversification and that glorious chance you can find a unicorn. You invest your money into a syndicate that is then being invested by the syndicate lead. Think of an active mutual fund, but for angel investors. Plus you get to decide which deals you're in on. The minimum investment sits around 2K, which is more reasonable for the average investor. Of course, you don't get something for nothing. As with an actively managed fund, the lead takes a proportion of the return for their time and expertise. In the book, Calacanis references his own syndicate, angel.co. So you know the ways to get involved with a cryptocurrency startup. You've got an idea of what angel investing is, but perhaps most importantly, how do you identify good investments in this realm? When it comes to mature companies, it's more simple. Investors tend to focus on the fundamentals. They use discounted cash flows and they say cash is king. This couldn't be further from the truth when it comes to angel investments. If they had significant and substantial cash flow, why would they need your money? They would go to the bank. Whilst the idea is important when it comes to angel investments, it is only as good as the person driving it. Finally, I hear you say the point. Invest in the founder, not the company. Here are some things to look for. The vision. There is a fine line between ambition and delusion. Not an easy distinction to make, but you must try to make. Who is extremely committed and passionate and who is downright crazy? Get your hands on AMAs, podcasts, any other interviews you can get your hands on with the founders to assess this. Sweat equity. The idea of an angel investment is that you provide a boost of equity and the startup catapults into success. If the startup is already knee deep in funding, it should raise some eyebrows. What will your extra funding do that the previous funding was not? Ideally, you find something that has not had tons of funding and not shown progress. So when you look at cryptocurrency startups, see how much they've already funded. If they keep getting more and more investment, but they keep needing more or they keep not performing, clearly just throwing money at the startup isn't working. Skin in the game. Help for if the founder has a large stake in the startup themselves. That way the risk is shared. So in the case of cryptocurrency startups, you want to look at the tokenomics and see what the vesting is like for the team or the founder. How long is their money locked up for? You want to see it's locked up for at least longer than a year. Diversification. Never a bad sign to have more than one founder. There are some cryptocurrency projects that are so tech heavy and then you see that the founder has no tech experience whatsoever. You don't want your investment subject to key man risk either. Occurs when a business or business unit becomes heavily reliant on one key individual. Even if founder is brilliant, we are not robots. They can have a sick day, week, month or in cryptocurrency markets they could become subject to court or legal filings. Of course you also want to identify whether the founder have the necessary skills for the startup to grow. Failing that, perhaps they have the network. Maybe you're not so convinced about the founder, but you see that, for example, FTX, Binance, some of the biggest funds in the world are supporting the founder. Helpful to find some sort of dream as well. Why did the founder start the business? If it's just to make bucket loads of money, that's not usually a good answer. Product market fit. If the founder's product didn't work before, they need a compelling reason for why it will work now. If you can see that in the previous bull market, for example, or the previous bull markets, this project continually failed, you want to find a compelling reason for why it will work this time. 
Now, very important, time and money wasting. Are the founders attending fancy events and working in a lavish office? That is not a great use of funding and you wanna see what the money's being put towards. This is where it's helpful to look at cryptocurrency roadmaps and maybe to follow the founders on social media and to try and see what they're spending their time doing. And remember that sometimes finding the next big thing does just come down to word of mouth and the news. I do put together daily market updates where I talk about up and coming projects and trends. And this might be one of the best ways to get early clues of cryptocurrency startups or industries that would be worth considering. Totsins, goodbye in Afrikaans.